answer your cooking and food-related inquiries. I'm one of your co-hosts, M. Chan. And I'm Jamie Deep. You know what I realized? What? Our last episode was episode 10, oh. and we said, like, nothing about it. <laughs> yeah, we reached double digits, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Can, did you think when we started this we'd reach this far? I thought we'd reach it sooner, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I thought that we were going to stop after a term. Really? Yeah. I thought that, like, I was just going to crash and burn and just, like, not want to do this anymore because that's how I usually am with all of my commitments. Yeah. Yeah. You have a lot of commitments on your plate. But I'm glad we've stuck through it. Yeah. Man, now we're at... 11. Episode 11. Holy, oh, yeah. Holy moles. We're here. We're really out here doing this. Yeah. And we'll be only doing this a little bit longer because yeah. I'm going to graduate. Holy, holy moles. Whoa. Yeah. You're going to go out into the world and get your big kid job and do the big kid thing. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's hope it goes well. But, you know, before, you know, there's still time before that. So I'm I'm enjoying sitting here recording with you this silly podcast of ours. But, you know, enough about that. What have you been making, eating, as of late? I've been in a slump. Really? <laughs> yeah. If I genuinely can't think of anything I've made so far. I guess I... Well, my birthday was a couple weeks ago. Yes, we talked about it the yeah. last episode. And then it, it came out after your birthday. Yeah. So... <laughs> we love scheduling. <laughs> I'm officially not a teenager anymore, yeehaw. Whoop whoop. Yeah. Um, I guess, well, for my birthday, one of my roommates made me lasagna, and it was really tasty. And wow. that's it. Yeah. That's nice. What have I made as of late? Oh, I... It's, it's a product that I'll be mentioning later, but I've been eating the salsa that I've gotten with um, tortilla chips, and it is... So freaking amazing. I want to put that salsa on literally everything, and I have, and I've used it as salad dressing and everything, because, you know, we love salsa's versatility. But yes, this salsa in question, I will mention later on. You won't want to miss it. But in other words... Let's jump in. Yeah. So we've got a couple questions from the hotline, and we're going to start off with this. I can never decide how to pick a place to eat with people. How do I fix this slash pick a place? This is honestly a great question because how many times have we ended up in the company of other people and then we all look at each other and say, so what do you want to eat? Yeah. <laughs> Literally the other day I was <laughs> I was trying to figure out like what to get for dinner for my roommates and I and we're just like sitting, we're standing there and we're just like, okay, does <laughs> Japanese food sound good? And everyone says yes. And then I'd be like, oh, okay, does um, Thai food sound good? And everyone's just like, we can't decide on anything. And it takes us like 20 minutes to pick a place to eat. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the thing is, like, I think for both of us, we are personally very easy to eat with because we are open to most things. But then there's some people, I don't know if you've seen those like relationship memes where it's the guy asking hit the girlfriend what do you want to eat and then he starts listing things after she says whatever works but then she says no i've eaten it already no i don't feel like that that's too unhealthy that's too expensive blah 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 and then finally she ends up picking a place even though you know he originally made the ask in the beginning so 
hopefully this will help if you are stuck in this predicament, which is basically have, in, in my opinion, I think you should just have three places in mind that you love and you typically won't tire of. And if you absolutely cannot pick a place, just go to one of those. Yeah. Yeah. And especially now with COVID, the other option is to have everyone just buy their own goddamn food and meet up somewhere else. So that way you don't have to decide for other people and you don't have to deal with their bullshit. And then you just have to figure things out for yourself. Yeah. And even if, like, hypothetically speaking, right, you're, you're going to go out with your roommate or, like, your, your friend still in your bubble. Because, again, we are in COVID times. You should not be out in groups larger than six, if, if even that large. Um, that, you know, you have your local spots that you love and you want to continue supporting them. So you continue to support them. Uh, and if you have a particular taste in mind, I don't like saying like, oh, do you want to eat by certain cuisines? I typically ask, oh, what do you feel like eating wise? Do you feel like something really light? Do you want something heavy, something really rich? Stuff like that is a lot easier to pinpoint than trying to think of a whole like cuisine, which I think presents like a lot of niche options, right? Because there's noodles, there's rice, there's, I don't know different things. I'm just thinking about Asian food. That's That's been top of mind as of late. But yeah, I I don't know. What else do you do, Jamie? I mean, when all else fails, going to a food cart pod, there's going to be something for somebody there, everybody there. That is a good one. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of good ones too in Eugene. Thank yeah. goodness. And that leads us straight into our next question, <laughs> which is what are some of the best food carts in town? Um, I've only been to one because I don't go outside <laughs> often, if at all. <laughs> so uh, I will. Well, where did you go? Um, Makita's? Is that what it's? Makita's? Did you like it? I did. Well, was... then you should talk about it. <laughs> well, I was going to let you talk first, but yeah, okay, I guess I'll talk about it because um, if you don't know already, she plugs it all the time, is the food writer. <laughs> Ayo. for the emerald <laughs> and so i like to read her articles because i also like to know what's popping food wise even if i can't necessarily get out to those places um and because i like to support my cousin because i love her and she's very talented Ayo. thank you um <laughs> but like a month ago or a while back she she wrote an article about makita's and i was like oh that sounds really good and i was meeting up with a friend so we decided to try it out got their beef tits so good and there's sambusa oh just like it's it's ethiopian food and it's just like a mix of like all of these i forgot you know y- you're probably better at explaining it i just really enjoyed it and it yeah was very... It's, it's very spiced um and it's very texturally um satisfying because there's like really saucy from like the beef tips but it's like really rich because you're eating all this like um, stewed meats and vegetables um, and sabusas are like crunchy but they're still like creamy yeah um, with their like really lentils and- yes and all of those grains and spices and yeah yes and then the key point of like makita's foods especially is that you don't eat it with like the you don't eat it with like 
rice or anything. It's this kind of flat, I forgot the name of it. It's like this kind of like flatbread that's almost very sourdoughy and it's very soft and spongy. Oh my gosh, did I forget what this is even called? <laughs> hold on, hold on. But it's really, really delicious and like in, very injera. It's 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 a sourdough very it's a sourdough very like thin, um, kind of spongy, spongy yeah. very light type of bread. Bread, yeah. yeah. And you can just use it. To, it stops up all of the sauce. You can like eat the meat with it. It's just it folds. It's spongy. It's just it works so well. It it really does. So yeah, that's that's the one place I've been to. I take you out more. I. Well, we've got four weeks. I, we've left got four weeks. <laughs> yeah, we've got four weeks. Well, I have quite a few favorites that I love because one, this is mostly what I spend my money outside of, like my laundry and my grocery <laughs> bill, which is even more food, right? Yeah, right? yeah. So, so for me, I don't spend much money on clothes or like things in general. My my. My fun spending is all okay. on food. Okay, Miss Candles and nail polish. Uh, okay, <laughs> candles was because my apartment—it's—it's it's lonely sitting in an apartment that doesn't have, you know, it's kind of musty. It's an older building, you know, so I wanted to freshen up. And two, nail polish is for special occasions. Okay, it's anyway. I don't need to explain myself. <laughs> How dare you? I'm just a hater, man. <laughs> well. Uh, I I have written previously about underrated or overlooked eateries that people should try in 2021, which we will link in the description. But basically, they're, um, th- those those places that I've listed in that article are what I want to recommend, and I'll just breeze those, those through those pretty quickly. One, the first one I have to mention is Tam's Vietnamese cuisine. It is really good. Um, Pretty classic standard Vietnamese cuisine. Um, I wouldn't say that if you're looking for something more like hearty that you would go to this place, but if you're looking for generally light fare at a pretty good price, um, pretty good portion, so you know, great value overall. It's a little bit farther out, um, so uh, if you're familiar with where the JT location is, it's like across the street, but yeah, great. I love, 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 love. I cannot emphasize how much I love their fish sauce chicken wings. It is thebomb.com. I've posted about it on Twitter. So, so good. Um, another place that I also have mentioned previously is Ice Cream for Waffles. It's a, it's a food tr- cart that sells homemade waffles, but they also make homemade ice cream. And they do a great fried chicken. So I got, yes, (gasps) a fried chicken waffle sandwich. Bro. And I got their, like, Nashville, like, spiced um, fried chicken waffle sandwich. It is so good. The chicken is super juicy. The fry is just right. The waffle still maintains its crisp, but it's still, like, that light, fluffy Belgian waffle (gasps) consistency. Um, And it's just, like... So, so delicious. JB looks like they're dying. I'm gonna <laughs> cry. Yo. Yes, and I think one of my other... I think this is gonna be a surprise, but I recently tried Salvadorian food about a month ago for the first time. So I went to this place called Pupusera Juanita, and it's just run by, like, this local guy. Um, he's been there for 
a while, at least a decade, at the very least. Um, and pupusas are basically the Salvadorian version of, um, I, I, I don't want to say dumpling because it's like a bready kind of consistency that's then got like meats and stuff wrapped in it. Um, like a pierogi? Yeah, a pierogi. Yeah, it's closer to a pierogi, but they're like large, they're more disc-like, um, and it was just this meaty, but also really warm and almost crunchy. Kind of amazing experience. Really well-spiced, um, and because I'd never had Salvadorian food, I highly recommend that you also try this place. Should I give one more, or is it going to make you cry more? No, this is good. This is good. I need to, I need to know these places so that yeah, I can they're, get they're in them. our notes, so you yeah. can yeah yeah yeah. So should I give one more place? Yeah, let's let's do it. Okay, so this may come as a surprise, but there's actually a hibachi food truck. Um, you yeah, it it's a little weird. It's called Kento's, but um, you know if they've. You know, hibachi is basically, you know, like the the open grill, um, high heat, fast um, cook, like vegetables and meats and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So this cart, you know, basically does that. You know, you don't get the experience like a, what's that place called? Benihana's? Yeah, like a Benihana's, obviously. Um, But the food is top notch. It's, I think... I went with Ryan, um, our Emerald EIC, but we went, and even though we were late, because, okay, the trying to drive there and just navigate that awful intersection that it's located at was a little hard for me, because I'm not used to driving in that part of town, because, um, again, I don't really go out there much, um, but if you do get there, even late, the food was still really hot, um, obviously, hibachi, high temperatures, duh, right? But the food was super moist because sometimes if you do a hibachi, it tends, there's a tendency to overcook, uh, but it was, you know, just right. It was super moist. The seasonings, albeit not super strong, were still present and really good. Um, and, you know, the combo meals are a great value. So when you're looking at the pictures, they are basically what you get. They're large portion, great value. Um, and you will definitely be very satisfied by the end of your meal because it is just so much food. Um, and they have the options for um, meat. They also have vegetable so and tofu. So vegans, question mark, you can rejoice. At least the vegetarians can because this fry was really, really good. So yeah, that's Kento's hibachi. Yeah. That's... Yeah. I now I am just hungry. I honestly it is as of recording it is 2:56 in the afternoon. Um it is May 3rd. I have not eaten today. Um and talking about all this food <laughs> makes me want to go make a meal right now. But I hope hopefully that helps. You know, I know some people always are asking like what's the best food truck? Where should I go? What's the best place? And honestly, it really just depends. Eugene's yeah. food scene is pretty diverse. You know, it's diverse enough that you have options if you have a certain taste that you want in mind. There you go. Well, I know where I'll be hitting up over the next few weeks. 
There's, yeah, there's so many, so, so many good places. But, you know, if you are going to go out, you should be aware of the conditions the restaurants are in. So, Jamie, how is the COVID levels um, within our precious college town looking? Yeah, so like I said, today's May 3rd, and as of April 30th, Lane County has moved into extreme risk. So we've talked about this before. (sighs) That means no more indoor dining, a lot more things are going to be restricted. Uh, If we're talking about UO specifically, in the past week, we've had 14, that's one four, off-campus students tested positive for COVID, as well as 25 on-campus students for a total of 39 new positive cases from UO in the past seven days, <sighs> which is disappointing. I know that in the news, or yeah, there's just been a lot of partying going on, and we understand that the weather is nice, and you want to chill out with people, and as more and more people are getting vaccinated, you may feel more emboldened to do so, but we haven't reached that herd immunity point yet. There's still a lot going on. There's still people at risk of getting covid there's variants being spread from, um, you Europe. know, overseas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just be careful. Wait until more and more people are, are vaccinated. Stay inside. Keep on social distancing. We've done this for over a year. We can do this for a few more months. Yeah, and this is, you know, to just, to just say also, if you've gotten one shot, uh, it's two shots for a reason. So if you have one, you still have to wait until you have the second for and full even immunity. then, two weeks after that is when you're going to get that mm-hmm. the, the full effects of the vaccine. Yeah, so if you get your vaccine, get your second one. And also remember, there's the waiting period between when you get your shot to when you are, you know, immunized. And also, just because you have the vaccine does not mean you are immune from getting it at all. Or that you are still in, inca- or that you are incapable of spreading it. You can still spread it. It's just a much reduced chance of doing so, but that chance is still there. Yeah, yeah. So, as much as you know, we want to say that we're getting over this, and there's good news about COVID numbers and whatnot. It's still in our present, so we cannot forget to remain vigilant about being safe. Yeah. And with that, let's move on to some lighter news. We've got a new segment for you. It's called Something New. It's literally something new. <laughs> yeah, because we want to share new things and recommend that you try them. But because it is literally something new, what better name than to just call this segment Something New? <laughs> so... Okay, why don't you start us off? What's something new that you would like to share with our audience, Jamie? Let me tell you, I've discovered this fairly recently for my parents, but homemade biscuits are surprisingly easy to make. Do tell. All you really need are like three or four ingredients. It's just flour, a little bit of salt, some cream, and a bit of a leavening agent, so like baking soda. And, you know, you go online, you can look up really any recipe, and it'll kind of tell you the same things for everything. And you just kind of mix it together, you form your little biscuits, and you pop it in the oven, and you should have biscuits within the hour. And you've never shared any with me? Well, I haven't... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't personally made them yet, because I've been in a a little slump. But 
the last time I went home, my mom made some biscuits for me in the morning when I was feeling the effects of the first dose of the vaccine. And truly one of the most delicious experiences I've had. Really? Wow. Your mom is a great cook, though. She is. And she's only been getting better during (laughs) during COVID. Yeah, what else is there to do? Yeah. Okay, well, when you make biscuits... You better freaking share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 100%. So good. Yeah, I will make you some biscuits. Uh, yay. Yeah. Okay, well, hopefully, listeners, you will also partake and make some biscuits because who doesn't like fresh biscuits yeah. that they can make super quickly and easily yeah. and enjoy? And let me tell you that, okay, now I have to tell you because I just want to make you feel bad. Yeah, make me feel bad. <laughs> yeah, so she made fresh biscuits, right? And then she went over, because I'm listener if you haven't known already i'm from portland she went over to um mason so that's like best taste oh, yeah, yeah. yeah and it's out on like 84th and division it's a chinese bakery a, for context yeah it's a chinese bakery and they also sell dim sum and read like some of the best like roast pork and roast duck in town mm. so she got fresh roast pork and it was like the part from the ribs which is like the oh. most tender oh. part and oh it was so good. It was like still warm, like fresh, oh like freshly roasted suyok with like freshly baked biscuits. That sounds delicious. And then just to add a little bit of that like contrast, a little bit of a tangy contrast, I actually spread a little bit of strawberry jam on it. No way. Yeah, way. Wow. And it was fucking amazing. And I'm so thinking <laughs> about it now. Dang. Remember, dear listeners, I mentioned that I, I haven't eaten today. Well, I'm extremely hungry now. <laughs> I want a roast pork biscuit sandwich with jam. Damn. Well, okay. I don't. I don't know if my my recommendation is, is gonna be able to top that, but I'll. I will surely try. Um, something new that I think you all should try is um, making fresh pasta. Actually, not making, cooking fresh pasta. So if you are you know, have ever gone into a grocery store and seen a box of pasta, it's usually dried. Well, I tried for the first time making fresh pasta that I bought at Kiva's Grocery. And it's uh, actually a locally um, made pasta. So the brand is called Pasta Plus. Uh, It's in the refrigerated aisle. And if you pick up the package, it's got cooking instructions. so You don't have to worry about, you know, messing it up and then how to store it if you don't immediately cook it but there's an assortment of different uh, flavors like there's pepper there's lemon there's garlic and I got lemon pepper linguine and it was divine divine okay I tell you it looks like a standard package of pasta and you'd think oh this is you know sometimes a box of pasta is just not enough I don't know in my experience I sometimes will eat a lot but this was a lot of pasta. I was surprised at how much I like ended up being when I was done and how filling it was um, because it's it's a little heartier than you would expect. Uh, and its flavor profile, despite you know being flavored, its consistency overall was a lot better. it's it just kept better than if I'd you know cooked regular boxed you know standardized boxed pasta and generally was a fantastic experience and way easier than using box stuff. I will say the only downside to buying Pasta Plus um, is that, you know, it is pricier, but I will say your experience and value of getting fresh pasta is so worth, you know, 
the extra, you know, couple dollars that you would spend on an otherwise, you know, standardized, boxed, dried pasta. So, something new for you to try. Yeah. I remember over over the summer last year, we actually got, like, a a pasta maker, like a pasta roller. I remember. (laughs) Yeah, we made our own pasta. And, yeah, listener, it's truly another experience. It's so good. It's so good. (laughs) I have yet to try making my own pasta because I, I can't even distinguish between, like, after three types of pasta, I can't distinguish them. I, I, I don't know pasta well enough. Yeah. But for now, you can learn pasta as you buy fresh ones. From... Oh, where is it? Kiva's? Kiva's Grocery. Yeah. yeah. Refrigerated. Super good. In there? I, I can't wait to go back and yeah. get some more. <laughs> you should pick up some for, 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 for me. Sometime. I will, yeah. yeah. I, I, when I go on my next run. Yeah. Yeah. And with that, that was something new. Literally. <laughs> something new. <laughs> Moving on, we have M's favorite segment. Hashtag not sponsored. Oh, I just see the look of just <laughs> of grief on your face of being so over this. <laughs> I love it. So, it brings me so much joy. I love that I can annoy you so much. Why don't you start us off? Me? Yeah. Just you know, I won't dig. I won't pull out the knife just yet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I decided to go kind of simple because I've been pretty stressed out for the past few weeks and I want to I want to share something that I always find really calming and soothing for me, but it's also just really basic bitch stuff, man. <laughs> um I've said many times before, but I like cannot handle my caffeine. If I want like boba tea, I need to plan my day around it and make sure I'm not doing anything too important afterwards or something where I want to simulate a lot of anxiety like a performance or a master class or a studio performance so usually when I want like a hot flavored drink that is tea related I can't have green tea I can't have black tea I can't have that buar um, all the good stuff yeah so my go to is just peppermint tea but not just any peppermint tea Trader Joe's peppermint tea. Um, they have multiple types. I just like their standard peppermint. If I'm feeling a little, a little something something, I'll get their Moroccan mint. And they have one that comes with like lemongrass as well. But that one is also a green tea, so I also have to plan around it. But if it's just late at night and I'm feeling really stressed out, my go-to is just a hot cup of peppermint tea, and it never fails to just calm me down, warm me up chill myself out and it seems like an exaggeration that jamie has to plan their day but i have seen with my own eyes the effects of if jamie has caffeine and it is not a good time for them to have it so if you are also like that it is no shame it's just you know the way it is so hopefully peppermint tea yeah also menthol all of it aids digestion it helps a little bit with pain relief if i'm just feeling bloated peppermint tea is the way to go it's it just gets the job I, done i should get some peppermint tea yeah yeah i realize i don't have any yeah. i only have green tea i'll get you some from tj's when i go back home i can't believe you call it tj's honestly when you put in the notes tj's i was like why is jamie going to tj mac <laughs> 
Yeah, no. I, I'm glad it's Trader Joe's and not TJ Maxx. Even though it'd probably be a... No. No. I'm not even gonna go there. I'm not even gonna go there. But, you know, that's great. I love that for you. Uh, if you do, listeners, remember, I mentioned the salsa I was having at the beginning that I want to douse in everything. It is actually my non-sponsored product. So... If you go to the Lane County's Farmer's Market, you will find a humble stand called Ida Family Farm. And they have some produce, but their main staple is their array of homemade salsas. So, this past weekend, I went, I got up early, and I hate early mornings, but I got up early, and I made my way to the Farmer's Market, and I got myself a container of cilantro salsa. And you might be thinking, that sounds like a pesto. No, it is not. It's so much more fragrant. It's so much more spiced. I got the medium, so they called it their wild. Um, It's extremely delicious. Jamie, I'm going to have you try it after this. Don't make me, don't make me try it. Why? Oh, you don't like cilantro. I hate cilantro. I forgot. (laughs) This is like the third time we've had this conversation, I think, in a session where we're, um, we're recording. Anyway, um... Yeah, but regardless of if you do or don't like cilantro, the Ida Family Farm, they sell um, at the Saturday market, so you can make your way to the 5th Street Market, um, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Saturdays. They, If, again, you don't like cilantro, they also have cauliflower salsa, beet salsa, um, eggplant, garlic, um, and... Man, they had, to, oh, your general, like, tomato salsa, um, salsa verde, and it, it, it's just good, you know? It, it's just good. Um, they also do some bread sometimes, and so I also got a, a big ol' pretzel bread, which is basically bread, but it's made out of pretzel dough. Freaking delicious. I, I, that thing was so delicious, I couldn't stop eating it, but it was also so huge that it took me, like, I also was cramming a paper that that Saturday <laughs> night. Um, no fun for me. But I had a great time because I was just munching on that bread for like four hours. I would just take a bite and keep writing and then take a bite and keep writing Bro. for four hours. That was my dinner. <laughs> so I had a family farm salsas. Catch them on the Lane County Farmer's Market every Saturday. And you will not be disappointed, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, that was a long, long ramble, but hopefully you will indulge in some either peppermint tea or some salsa. Yeah. I'll have to head over to the Saturday market and check it out. I can't believe you still haven't gone. No, I, I mean, I went last year. Yeah, last year. Yeah, it's been a year, okay. You know, it's, it's kind of far away from where I live. And you can just ask me. You want to go I, this weekend? I can't. Oh, I'm going home. So. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. I'll just go again. <laughs> yeah. Myself. <laughs> you, you do that. You you go and do that. But that is our hashtag not sponsored products for the week. And with that, we've reached the end of the episode. Um, if you ever tried any of these food carts, or if you do end up going because of us, let us know what you think. You can send us an email at foodfumblehotline at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us. I'm at J-D-I-E-P-2. 
<laughs> and you can catch me uh, at Catch Up to Emily. Yeah, and there you can also find Google Forms um, where you can post any questions that you have uh, that will also be linked in the description below. Yes, and with that, thanks so much for tuning in for yet another episode. We will see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.